couple on here today. Uh, I really think a lot of these folks, they are the founders of One Academy Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Athens, Ohio. Uh, they're personal mentors of mine, and uh, they're the upline mentor of my personal trainer, uh, Joe Taylor at One Academy Jackson. I'd like to welcome today on the podcast, Carlos and Rebecca Mendez. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for coming on today. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing great. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure to be here and, you know, just have a good conversation. Absolutely, man. I really appreciate it. So, um, you know, I'm real intrigued because I started in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, right around six months ago, officially, and it has made such a huge difference in my life. And, um, you know, one of your students, Joe Taylor, had just recently opened up his academy in Jackson, Ohio. And, um, you know, at 44 years of age, I decided to go ahead and jump in. And I had a lot of excuses for myself. Um, even with me having my mantra of believe, build, conquer about, oh, I'm too old to do this. And, you know, man, should I even be trying something like this? This, this might be ridiculous to do this. Uh, but nonetheless, I went ahead and made that leap. And all I can say is it has changed my life, uh, not just in a self-defense aspect, which that, that has been wonderful, but mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, I feel so much better in so many areas of my life than I have for probably better than 20 years. And I have it thanks uh, to, you know, the Gracie lineage of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which has also been passed down through you guys. Um, so with that being said, um, you know, with, your, with you guys having your academy and many satellites, um, you're like, what is going on? Like, what, how, how did it all come to this? Like, what, what brought you here? Uh, you know, it's, it's weird because it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's snowballed into into what it is now, into what you see. But it really started as a, um, it started, you know, as, as just uh, me trying to to really just find training partners. Uh, I I you know, when I started my training, I started in Columbus, in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, you know, when I found myself moving to this area. Uh, you know, there's no jujitsu down here. There's, you know, nobody knew anything. So, so I kind of, you know, I was just looking for people to train with people to roll with really. And, and it was really, uh, really difficult to do. So I remember uh, just putting like, like pieces of paper on uh, like above water fountains at, at, you know, like gyms where people go lift and personal and, ads. Yeah. Just kind of like, like Brazilian jujitsu. If you want to roll, call me. And and that never really went anywhere. I mean, I think I had one person, you know, like reach out one time and, and, you know, that, that was just like very like one or two times and then, and then nothing came out of that. Um, but it really just, it was just me trying to find people to roll with. I, I wanted to train and, and, and I just wanted to see if other people wanted to train as well. You know, I mean, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you know, back then it was, it wasn't as big as it is now, but it was, you know, people knew about it. Um, so, so yeah, that didn't go anywhere, but, but after a little bit, I was able to, uh, when I started working for the police department here in Athens, I, uh, I heard of an MMA gym 
And I was like, what? It's an MMA gym here. And, and so anyways, I called and ended up being just a Taekwondo place. <laughs> and then some of the guys wanted to fight MMA. And I was like, oh, well, cool. Who does your jujitsu? And they're like, well, we don't really, we don't have anybody doing our jujitsu. And I was like, well, I mean, I would, I could do your jujitsu. And so, so that's, that's kind of how it started. I, I found a, a Taekwondo gym that with people that wanted to fight an MMA and uh, I became like their jujitsu instructor. And then from there, you know, I subleased the space just to run separate classes and that started growing, you know, we got a, a couple people and then five people. And then, you know, that's kind of how it started. It was started very, like, very out of nowhere, just kind of me wanted to train and then realizing that people didn't know anything. So teaching the blue belt techniques that I knew, you know, cause I was a, I was a blue belt at the time. So I, I wasn't that good, you know, anyways, um, I just, you know, started teaching like basic stuff and then that continued. Wow. That's awesome. So like it wasn't, there wasn't no grand plan. Like I'm going to build this Academy and, and build a brand and do all this crazy stuff. It just like, you just want to No, not at all. Not at all. It was, it was very, uh, yeah, that was not the plan at all, but, but you know, it, it didn't take too long for me to, um, to go from, okay, you know, I have, you know, this, you know, handful of people and then, you know, let's get our own mats, let's get our own space. So, so I started, you know, we started kind of, uh, you know, wanted to grow what we had, uh, you know, we had a, you know, very similar to kind of how, what we guys have in Jackson, you know what I mean? Like the, everybody who started was so like, I love this in this, I'm going to help you with anything that I can. So I really, uh, you know, what your instructor, what Joe has is, 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 a. Uh, it's, it reminds me of what, how we got started, you know, um, everybody was just like, you know, I remember my student, you know, a couple of my students went like to Northern Ohio. Cause remember I, I was working at the police department at the time. So my, my, my schedule was very limited. You know, I was like working midnight shift, you know, I, I was new to the police department. So I had to like, you know, be there, um, you know, like I had to work a lot of overtime and all that stuff. So my time wasn't like, you know, I have all this free time. So I had students go out to Northern Ohio and pick up like rest, use wrestling mats that we ended up buying. So oh, I remember those. Yeah, so we had a we had a <laughs> really the, the like thousand a, pound ones. Yeah, yes. yeah. So <laughs> so we you know it's it, it was it was really it was really cool you know starting that small because you have your students kind of become you know they become really close to you you know and not not that they they're not close now but we're definitely you know we're you know, we're, we're a large academy, especially for our area. So, you know, so, you know, it's that, there's definitely that, that, uh, that clear line of, of, okay, you know, we're the instructors, you know, you guys are coming in to, you know, to, to learn what we have to offer. And, and, you know, this, of course, you know, the, our, our location here is, it's a, uh, it's a really nice location before it was kind of like everybody was helping build what we were, you know, what we were doing. Make sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So like when, you know, you're doing this, you're at the police department and, you know, you're probably, you know, if you're new there, you're probably working when they tell you to, you know, you're not getting like the, 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 the perfect like nine to five shift. You're doing different hours and crazy stuff like that. Like, you know, and that's part of the believe, build, conquer philosophy. It's like, you know, how do you go to work for eight, 10, 12 hours and then still find you know, the, for, the intestinal fortitude to jump up and say, you know, I've got to put an extra two, four, six hours in, into what I love to build it into a place where, where it becomes something. 
uh, you know, was there, did you, I mean, honestly, do you have any like doubts at some points? Like, my gosh, am I doing the right thing? I'm putting in all these hours. Like there's no free time. There's no weekends. I'm just, I'm working around the clock. I know I love this, but wow, man, I'm, I'm really pushed to the limit. And, and kind Not of like really, man. I mean, I just remember, you know, I just remember, and this feels like, this is, this feels like forever ago. You know, it's, it feels, you know, this was in 2010 ish. So, I mean, it was, you know, 10 years ago. Um, I don't remember being, being like that, you know, of course, you know, I was younger, right. I was, you know, 25 year old. So I'm like, I was like, I was ready to go. Um, so, so I don't remember being, you know, feeling like that fear, feeling, uh, um, like it was too much, you know? Uh, I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong. It did get to that point, you know, and, and I'm sure we'll, you know, we'll get to that point, but in the beginning, it wasn't like that. I was, I was, I can't, I think I was working midnight shift. Um, but I, I just loved it. You know, I was just like, I love jujitsu. I love the police department. So it was, uh, you know, at that time it was like, not, you know, not difficult at all, I guess, you know, it was just like, we're doing it. Just, just keep you know, the gas with the it. floor sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I'm real interested in a kind of a question for you, Rebecca, like how, how did you get in, into jujitsu? Like what, what was your path? This guy. <laughs> that guy right there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we met in 2011, so I was, I've been there, I've been here for, you know, most of the, the growth coming up, um, and it was in 2012 that he was interested in starting a women's self-defense seminar, um, and like, kind of like providing, you know, a different variation of the, you know, jujitsu to the community, um, and he asked me if I would want to help teach it. Um, you know, cause after all, if, if you're teaching a group of women and especially with, you know, with the self-defense aspect in mind and, you know, like assaults that happen to women, you want a female bear, you know, you want a woman there. Um, you know, we just relate better to each other. Right. Sure. Um, and so therefore I had to learn what I was supposed to be helping to teach. Um, so I, my first jujitsu lesson was in the living room. It was, it was a trap and roll. He was like, okay, if I, you know, if I mount you, if I get on top of you and I'm holding you down, what do you do? And I, I flailed and flopped and I tried to, you know, and he was like, okay, okay, stop, stop. This is what you do. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was beautiful. That was amazing. And it blew my mind. And I was like, I will definitely, definitely help share you know, this feeling with other people. And then that's, it just kept going, you know? That's so cool. That, that is so cool. And it is, there's really these, and I'm still having them because I'm so new myself. You have these aha moments. Like you, you don't know what you don't know. And then when it's introduced to you, it's just, it's just your mind's blown. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> whole world. And, you know, and I think it's uh, maybe Jocko Willink or something, he calls it a superpower. And I, you know, and I'm really relating to that now of how jujitsu kind of is, a, it's, it's, it's a real life superpower. And, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with it, um, you know, and a lot of integrity, but, but if you follow along living right and having that integrity, it truly is. It, it's like, you know, to some people, the, you know, Star Wars, the force or, or it's a superpower of some sort. So, and I know it's changed my life. So it's really interesting to hear, you know, your experience with that 
and how that how that affected you. Did, did you kind of find that the same way when you begin doing jujitsu, Carlos? Like that, that you start having all these aha moments. Like, man, I can't I can't believe this. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been doing uh, you know I've been doing martial arts for for a really long time. I I started when I was you know a kid, uh, and I actually did Japanese jujitsu. Uh, you know, back in, in Venezuela, which is where I'm from, uh, which is, you know, it's, it's still grappling, you know, it's, it's more rudimentary in my opinion. And it's, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not as polished, I guess, when it comes to, to, to the to grappling, but, but there was, there was a foundation laid, you know, for me. And, and I, you know, I just remember uh, like seeing, you know, like feeling, you know, how, how grappling was, 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 was so, um, it just came natural to me and and really um i could i could feel uh almost like the like the how how size and strength doesn't apply as much when you're grappling i mean don't get me wrong it's still it's still you know a, a significant factor but it's not uh the same as if you punch someone and then they're 100 pounds heavier and they punch you back you know what i mean it's, so so i could i could feel a difference and it could feel you know safer more uh uh, more intelligent strategy of fighting. Uh, so, you know, I've been around this, you know, it's almost like, uh, it's, it's been part of my life for so long that I, I almost forget uh, what it feels like in the beginning. Um, but I do remember going in for my first class and, you know, this, this, I, people, people kind of like, um, you know, make jokes about this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I, I know sometimes I kind of, you know, I kind of like chuckle a little bit when people are like, oh, here's my background in, in whatever martial art for 10 plus years or, or forever, you know, I've been doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then it just doesn't matter. Cause when you get on the mat, it just like, it's like, it doesn't matter. So I remember going in for my first class and, and just having to, to say, Hey, I've been doing Japanese jujitsu for this long. I was, I think I was a brown belt, a Japanese jujitsu not I think I know, I know it was a Rambo, Japanese jiu-jitsu. So I, I, I wanted to tell people that I wanted to tell, I remember telling Robin was my instructor um, that I was, that I've been doing, that I've been grappling for a long time and then just gets matched by white bills anyways. So, so I remember it being a, a, a you know, a, a like, Oh, this is like, there are levels to this, you know, and not even like, I didn't even understand what the levels that there really are were because it was just me as somebody who thought knew what they were doing, gonna smash my other white bills that maybe were doing this for a couple months before me. So it was kind of it was it was definitely uh, you know eye opening and, and humbling to say the least. Um, and uh, just the type of person that I am, I was one of the people that that I was like I want to learn this because you know you can also find the people that are like they get through they go through that experience and and, and get humbled and, and and you can almost you can almost take that negatively and be like, I don't want to have anything to do with that anymore. You know? Um, so, so I just wanted to learn it. I was like, I want, I need to learn this, you know, especially I already knew that I was going to be a police officer. I was going through the, I had already completed the police Academy. So I wanted to, I wanted to, to equip myself with, with a tool that, you know, I'm not a big guy. I'm like 175, 180 pounds. So I wanted to equip myself with something that was going to give me confidence, was going to give me real life skills to be able to handle somebody who you know could potentially became or become you know aggressive you know so violent so so yeah so i mean there were you know there were a lot of things that kind of brought me to the mat and and i'm glad i stuck with it because it changed my life
I appreciate you sharing that. And that is, that's an awesome story. It's very relatable to me because I, I remember when I first started uh, kind of rolling around with Joe in my living room, kind of like the story you, you told Rebecca, you know, I'm here in my living room and uh, you know, I had a wrestling background and I was, I was pretty successful in high school many, many, many years ago. And for some reason, I still thought that was somehow applicable and re- relevant um, to, to my journey. And, you know, I'm like, I told Joe, he's like, yeah, well, we're gonna, you know, we'll try practice some stuff for a few days and then, you know, we'll do a light roll. And I'm, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, well, you know, yeah, he'll probably beat me, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him a run for his money. And that was absolutely not the case. I was <laughs> annihilated in probably 30 seconds. And uh, it was, you know, you talk about being the humble, how it will humble you. And I think that's, that's important. You know, that's one of the, the lessons I took from it was that, you, it's important that you don't allow that to be a club to beat yourself with, but a school to learn from and that, that, that you put your ego to the side and you say, okay, I'm humbled by this. I want, I want to learn now. I, I'm, I'm willing to step back and say, you know what, let me put all this stuff to the side. It doesn't matter where I've been. It, ma- it matters now where I'm at and where I'm going. Um, you know, and I, I, I've read a lot and, and studied a lot about, you know, how many people get into jujitsu and just not make it. Um, you know, what, what have you found your, you guys' experience with that being? I mean, I know you've probably seen a lot of people come and go, a few stay. Um, what, what's kind of your experience with that? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, the, 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 the retention uh, rate in jujitsu is, is very low. Uh, because it, I mean, it takes a long time, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I've been doing this for like 15 years, you know, give or take, uh, you know, and, and, and I mean, that's a long time when you think about that, you know, I, I've heard before, you know, somebody comparing it, you know, or, or, or bringing up the fact that you don't really do anything for that long, except for maybe like your marriage. And, you know, that's not the case with a lot of marriages, <laughs> Um, in careers. And again, that's not even the case with a lot of careers. People now, you know, or not now, but you know, people can switch career paths at any point. Uh, so 15 years, you know, or, or, you know, the, I think the average is about 10 to 12 to get a black belt. I mean, that's a long time, man. So, so people can change their, you know, I guess, you know, their direction and their, 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 their passions a lot in that time. So, so yeah, the, the retention in, in jujitsu is very, very low. Um, it's, 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 I think it takes a, a special kind of person for, for you to stick with this, you know, um, uh, it's, it's not, it's not, you know, not everybody. And I've kind of, I've made peace with this because, um, and I know I've talked to Joe about this is, you know, and when you lose a student, you know, even after doing it for this long, when you lose a student, it just kind of, it sucks. You know, it's just like, oh man, you know, especially when you lose them, after they're, they're starting to get good and they're starting to get, you know, to kind of, you know, things are starting to click and you, you're starting to see their, an actual progress, you know? Um, so, so I've talked to Joe about it and it's, it's just, it's, it's a bummer always, but I, but I have in a way made peace with the fact that it does happen. And it's just, there's nothing that you can do about it. You know, as an instructor, I've, you know, I've tried to like talk people into not quitting. It's just like, if they're, if they, if they made up their mind, it's, it's going to happen. So, so yeah, I mean, it takes a special type of person to stick with this and, and not a lot of people make it to, to black belt or, or even brown belt, you know, or, or purple belt. It's mm-hmm. I think blue belt is like, you know, you, I'm sure you've, you've 
seen the many, many memes about the Bluebell Blues. It's real. People get to Bluebell and it's almost like a baby starting to open their eyes and they're like, I'm done. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, and it's weird, like, you've man. only just begun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, and one thing that you hear black belts talk about quite often is like, I started learning jujitsu when I got my black belt. So what does that say to somebody that just started jujitsu as a white belt? Oh, you mean after 15 years, I'm going to start understanding what this is. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's a never ending path uh, and journey that, you know, just, just, just too many people give up before they, you know, before they actually, actually start that journey, you know? So, so it's, 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 it's definitely, uh, uh, to answer your question, it's, it's a, it's a very, uh, a low percentage of people that stick with this, you know? Yeah, it's, and it is, and it's a, you know, and I, I know, I guess coming from a perspective of someone who's still very green and new, uh, you know, about six months into it, it's, uh, and I can understand what the challenge with it is. It's challenging, especially I know in my perspective from a guy who usually whatever I jump into, I, I just excel. Like, you know, if I start a job, I'm going, boom, I'm going, I'm going right to the top. If I do something, it's like, boom, I'm going, you know, I'm going to be right in the upper echelon of people, not, not as a better human being, but just as a top performer. And so when I got into this, it, it was, it was very humbling, you know, you know, one month, two months, three months, even six months in, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, this is really truly a lifetime plan because I don't feel like I know much of anything yet, uh, but but nonetheless, I can at least look back and say I I know what I have learned and I can see how much I've progressed, um, even though I still have so far to go. So I guess that'd be a kind of a question, and both of you can answer or either one. Um, you know, what, what's your best advice to somebody just coming into jujitsu? Because uh, I mean, I know where I stand with it, but so many personalities are different and in different types of human beings. You know, what, what's the main thing you tell your students when, when they first come in, if they come to you and say, back at Carlos, like, I just, you know, I really want to do this, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm having doubts and I'm in it, I'm coming, I'm going to do it. But like, I'm doubting myself a little bit. Like, how, how do you handle that? You think you have anything? I do. Um, I think that, and this, this kind of reminds me of um, when we, when we're doing yoga here our instructors, they talk about setting an intention, you know, at the beginning of our, you know, one hour yoga class, they'll say set an intention for today. You know, what is your goal just for this practice? And then at the end, you know, of our hour long class, when you feel just like amazing, they're like, okay, bring yourself back to that intention. Do you feel like you have accomplished it? What can you do? So I feel like a lot of people when they come in, um, you know, People come in for, for classes for so many different reasons, but that is their intention. And your intention doesn't have to look like the person who's standing next to you, but it, bring yourself back to that. And it's, you know, what was your goal when you walked through the door the first time? What did you want to accomplish? What was the feeling that you wanted to, you know, create for yourself? Um, and just kind of remind yourself of that. And even if it changes, if your intention, you know, if you have met that intention, you now feel more confident, you feel, you know, better physically in your, in your capabilities, set another intention, you know, set those mini goals, um, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not about the, the stripes on your belt. It's not about, you know, the next belt color. It's your personal growth and it's your personal journey. And, however many intentions you have to set or however often you have to go back to that one intention that you have, do that, you know, and, you know, on the subject of, um, 
retention and the, the blue belt blues, I, I really feel like a big reason why people get to that, you know, and we're only using blue belt as an example. So we're not like down talking any blue belts. Sure. When you get to the next belt, and this is what I felt as soon as I got like my blue belt and it happened it's the same time or the same thing happened when I got my purple belt. As soon as I got that belt, I was like, wait, I don't feel any different than I did yesterday. And I was like, I'm supposed to feel different. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to know so much more than I did yesterday because yesterday I was a white belt and today I'm a blue belt. I should know more. And I think it's, you know, remind yourself, it's not who you were yesterday. You know, it's, you're constantly building and you're constantly improving and just kind of to, to remember that, you know, and at the end of that purple belt, or I'm sorry, at the end of that blue belt, you're going to be so much further ahead than you were when you got that blue belt. But the day that you get that purple belt tied around your waist is not going to be much different than the day before when you were a blue belt. So I think it's just like looking at it for the bigger picture and why you're here and what your personal journey is. That makes great sense. And I love that because it's, it's like not looking at it as this big macro thing, but just breaking it down, chunking it down into day tight compartments and not so much, what are you getting out of it, but who are you becoming because of it? And, and, and what knowledge are, are you attaining? I know that's one of the things Joe preaches heavily to us. He's like, you know, don't, don't chase stripes and belts. And he's like, you know, just enjoy yourself and, and indulge in the wisdom that you get. What, what are you becoming because of this? And uh, that's something that's really stuck with me. And I love, and I love that, that, you know, everybody's on the same page. And I'm hearing that same thing from you guys uh, because I, I, that's been real important to me because I can certainly tell you if I was looking at this in a big picture, I, I'm not even sure if I'd still be doing it because, you know, the, the beginning of this has been, very difficult at times, very wonderful and very rewarding, but sometimes extremely challenging. And uh, I agree with uh, that. I think by breaking it down into kind of these day tight compartments and saying, you know, what is the goal today? What, what am I going to accomplish today? And who am I going to become because of that? It's so, so huge. Um, so I guess maybe that kind of answers my question, but I know this is probably going to be something a lot of, of the listeners um, may want to know. Um, so like, I know you had received your, your black belt, you know, I, I can't remember, maybe like within the last year, a year ago or something like that. Is that correct, Carlos? It was that, yeah, it was November of, uh, 2019. Okay. So, yeah. so like, I think some people will look at that and say like, that's some like grand platform. And again, you know, you illustrate that really well, Rebecca, the, and so did you Carlos about sometimes I feel like I'm just beginning, you know, at black belt. So what, what kind of is the goal at this point? I understand it's not just stripes and belts and things, but like, what, what, what do you look to become from here um, now that you've reached, you know, what some would consider this, this grand plateau, which it is an amazing accomplishment. Um, however, uh, you know, as you said, jujitsu is a never ending learning cycle. So like, what, where does it go from here uh, for you? Uh, I retired tomorrow. I'm done. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think, uh, um, well, well, first of all, you know, like, you know, of course the black belt is that, that, that high belt that people, you know, look to as a, as a, you know, as an, as a, almost like the final 
like the final belt, but you know, there is the, the red black belt and then there is the red belt above that. Um, I personally uh, don't really think about the belts that much anymore. I mean, I know coming up, I did. Um, I remember, you know, thinking of, of like for almost for the, uh, like the reputation or the, or the, the, my, my academy, you know what I mean? Okay. It's going to be better because I started as a blue belt. Right. So in my mind, I was like, it's going to be more legitimate if when I get my purple belt, you know, now is an academy ran by a purple belt. And then for brown belt, I sometimes it's the same thing. So, you know, now, you know, this is an academy that's ran by a black belt. So, so the, the, that, that particular, uh, you know, goal of mine, I guess is, is, is final, but I don't, I don't really, uh, now that I'm here, I don't really think of it that way much. You know, I kind of think of it as a, it's just, you know, this is, this is my life. This is my lifestyle. This is my, you know, of course my business. So, you know, our business. So I, you know, this goes kind of back to, to, to when I first moved to this area and I feel like even from a blue belt, it, was, it wasn't just about my jujitsu. It was about like spreading it with the community, you know, and like expanding to these areas that didn't have jujitsu before. So now that I'm a black belt, you know, and this started last year is when we started to expand to our satellites through our students that have, you know, proven themselves that they've gotten to a rank where I feel comfortable having them teach our jujitsu and, and represent our, our culture here uh, in other areas. So I feel like, you know, my same idea that I started with here in Athens now as a black belt is kind of being, uh, it's expanding to other areas through my students. So it's still just really about sharing the art with, with our communities and areas that didn't have jujitsu before, you know? So, so that's one of my main things. It's one of the, the things that I'm continuing to work on because we're not done. You know, the satellites that we have now are, are there, but we're, we're not stopping. We're going, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're keep moving forward. That's awesome, man. And it's in, you know, and again, I, I could beat it to death almost to the point of sounding unauthentic, but I, I do, I truly am like really grateful for what you've done because it's, it's given, you know, well, not given, but it's, it's created an opportunity for me to earn and learn, uh, you know, this, this awesome craft. Cause uh, you know, I, you know, at my age, I remember coming right out of high school and that's when the original UFC one, two and three and all that was coming out. And uh, I, you know, I had a wrestling background, so I loved grappling. I always have. And I noticed when I began to watch those UFCs, I, I would just notice this tremendous difference um, with Hoist Gracie and then also following some of the stuff outside of it with Hicks and, and so forth. And, and I thought it was amazing. But the thing I didn't realize is I was always seeing these guys in, in a more of a MMA type environment. So I was kind of confused by what I was seeing. And had I known what jujitsu was, I probably would have jumped right into it. Um, but I thought that there was a lot of kicking and punching and things like that in it. So I didn't really want to get hit in the face. <laughs> so I, I just didn't, I just didn't engage in it. And then, you know, I was fortunate enough all these years later to truly understand what it was. And uh, so, you know, well, I don't have any regrets and I wish I would have done it earlier, kind of in that way. Um, I, I'm just glad I'm doing it now. So I'm, I'm really yeah. grateful to you guys because, because of what you have created and what you have done and what you've passed down that's allowing me to learn and, and, and re-engage in, gra in the grappling arts, especially one as great as jujitsu. So, you know, thank you so much for that. 
And something else I find really cool, and, and hopefully you don't mind me mentioning, I, I really love that this is a family thing for you guys. I notice you, your daughters are, are also involved, uh, not just involved, but they're committed. I mean, this is a, a family business. This is you guys, you know, so it goes so much deeper than just owning a business, but it's, it's something uh, that's very deeply personal. Uh, is, it, is there anything you can kind of tell me about that? Like how, how that is like sharing that with an entire family and, and, and doing this together and growing together. I consider myself uh, really, uh, really, really lucky that that's the case, you know, like, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's the, the whole family is in jujitsu. It's, it's our, it's jujitsu is like our lives. I mean, I had to like be like, it's in every corner of our house. Somewhere. It really is. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's, it's, we, it's just what we do is, I mean, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, but it kind of is who we are, you know, we just, we're the jujitsu family here <laughs> in Athens, you know, like we all do it and we're all, you know, you know, Becca, you know, is, is in charge of the women's, you know, classes, you know, she's one of my students. She's one of my higher, you know, ranked students. Um, you know, my daughter, Casey, you know, she's the highest ranked kid that we have here. Um, you know, and our, our two-year-old is, you know, starting to wear her gi and she's going to be, she's going to be bananas when she gets on the mat. She's going to be a force. So, so yeah, I really, really, I'm very grateful for, you know, for that because I know a lot of families are, you know, this is not how it is. You know, it's just, you know, maybe the husband does it, maybe the wife does it, maybe the kids do it, but it's very, very rarely. I mean, do we have any families here that they all do it? Yeah. Who? Johnson's. Yeah. Yeah. We have the Johnson's. Almost I mean, the Waddell's, but <laughs> got to get Matt in there. <laughs> Matt needs to get in here. I mean, he's, he'd be good at it too. Yeah. Um, the bakers? Well, the bakers are, I know the Johnsons. Yeah, the Johnsons. So, so, you know, so we do have a family that, that all shares it too. So, so it's definitely a special, uh, it's not a very common thing, but it, you know, I feel like when we, when the whole family shares it, there's a, like, like a special, like a special bond, you know? Um, so I, I really, I really enjoy seeing that, but personally, I feel very, very lucky that, that we all do it and that we all enjoy it. And yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. I can't, I can't say enough about that part. That's great. You know, and I, and, I, and I'm so happy to hear that. And then that's something I'm working on. I think I, I've got my wife this close and she's yeah. been asking a lot of questions about things lately. Well, just, you know, like with Becca, I just, you know, Sure, move in the living room. Be like, lay down. <laughs> she can get out of this, and if she can, be like, okay, this is what you do. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm or bring her in for that. a class with a nice, you know, welcoming atmosphere. Yeah, Tink. <laughs> you know, and that, that's something too. Uh, you know, we could, if you don't mind touching on too. I, what I've noticed, um, and I and I know I'm a part of a very new um, satellite, but I was so amazed beyond the jujitsu of all these amazing benefits that, that I'm earning out of jujitsu, um, you know, besides the jujitsu, the fitness that you get from it. Like I feel amazing, exponentially amazing. I feel like I'm 20 years old again. And some people laugh about that, but that's the truth, man. I am filled with energy and vibrance and I feel amazing since I, I began doing it. You know, I do it uh, five, sometimes six days a week. Um, also to the camaraderie and the friendships. I know you guys touched on that a little bit. Like I've, 
been a part of so many things. I'm a musician. You know, I've been leaders in business. Um, you know, I, like I said, I was even a wrestler many years ago, but I don't think I've ever seen anything that has the brother sisterhood, the camaraderie of jujitsu. What is the magic in that? Like, I don't know if you have the answer to that. I certainly don't. How is that, that it just, people just become closer because of it? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an interesting, uh, um, and, and one of the, one of the, one of the best things about training jujitsu is how the friendships that you create, uh, in training, um, I think it'll, you know, starts at the top, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think, you know, I don't think all academies are the same, you know? So, so, so a positive culture starting from the, from the, from the instructor, you know, going down to the students is, is always good. And I know you're part of a, you know, one of our newer satellites in Jackson, but Joe is an amazing person, right? So when you have somebody like that in charge, it's just, you know, it just kind of the, the whole room and the whole, the whole team just kind of, um, you know, soaks in that, that energy almost, you know, and, and, and it just, it just shows in the, in the, you know, in the room or, or the team as a whole. So, so I feel like, you know, that's, that's, that's something that, that we also have here. Um, it's just, a, you know, the culture and the, and, the, and the friendships that you make are just, you know, and I don't know if like it has something to do with also how, how close we are in the actual training, you know, this is very personal. You're, you're in people's spaces the whole time, you know? So, so there's some, this, you know, this, there's a lot of contact and a lot of, uh, uh, but I don't know. I think it's, I don't know the answer, I guess, you know, like necessarily like a, like a, I don't have a, a great answer for you, but, but there are a lot of things that I think, you know, uh, you know, contribute to, to like, to that feeling of like that brotherhood feeling, you know, um, you know, everybody's, everybody's, you know, growing together. So there's, there's that also, you know, you know, people start together, they, they're helping each other progress. So even though this is a, you know, in jujitsu, your, your journey is unique, you do depend on other people and those people are sharing the mats with you. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's also something that has to do with it. Right. I mean, you know, you can't get better by yourself you need these people and they need you. So I feel like all that contributes to, to that, that family feeling, you know? I think yeah. Another... And it's, and that is, and I understand that's, that's a real, there's no like one magical answer to pin that down because I've been looking for it and I can't find it, but um, yeah, I, I, and I appreciate that perspective on that. Cause I would agree with that. It's, it's that rising tide raises all ships type of thing. And it's like, yeah, need one another. And in, you know, we're sharing, you know, the victories, the losses, you know, the excitements, the pains, everything together. And, you know, and when we can relate to one another on that very human level, it breeds a lot of respect for one another. And I think that's why, you know, I know, and it's, and absolutely, I know a lot of my very old friends listen to this podcast and, you know, please don't take that with any disrespect, but I'm telling you, I feel as close to some of these folks I've known for five or six months, I feel as close to them as I do to the people I've known for 20 years and some maybe even closer. So, you know, God love you all. That's been my friends for years. So don't, don't take that the wrong way, but there's something really exceptional um, about doing jujitsu and, and, and what it brings into your life. Um, even just besides the jujitsu. So thank you guys so much for illustrating that. Um, and something I, I did kind of want to touch on you guys with too, is I know you mentioned like women's programs and uh, another, another thing that, that's really big right now, um, 
my opinion, obviously, I, I don't want to dig into too much of the negative, but, you know, we, we've went through 2020 and we've seen the ups and downs of, of things with law enforcement officials. And I think it's really awesome that you, that you are a big proponent of, you know, all Leos need jujitsu. And I would totally agree with that. And, uh, you know, I'm real interested in, in finding ways to, to promote that better. I know personally at the Jackson Academy, we don't have any police officers per se, but we do have um, a handful of corrections officers that, that are enrolled with us and they're, they're fantastic human beings and it's making a huge difference in their life. And I know they, they're talking about how much more confident they are, you know, being able to go to their jobs and feel a little bit safer about, you know, surviving a potential altercation that, you know, is definitely higher possibility than for a guy like me that sits behind a desk a lot of the time. Um, you know, how, just how important is that, you know, just uh, to, for women's self-defense and, and law enforcement officials, you know, to, to become involved and understand the importance of self-defense for themselves. Um, I'll let you like uh, speak for the women's program. And yeah, the I was going to say those are, those are two. Kind, yeah. yeah. kind of hit you with two questions. Question. I know. Also, I know she had, uh, you know, a thought on, on, on the, the camaraderie uh, subject, too. And I, you know, and I think that's something that I want to hear from you. Yes, because please. you are. You no, know, because it, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, you know, a lot of my answers as a they're they're as an instructor. They're as a as the, you know, the head of the academy. Um, so, like, for you, you have also that 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 opinion as a student and as somebody that's there's there's learning and, and come to class and, and all that stuff. So what do you think about that? Um, oh man, my mind went over here and then you, you, you threw me over here. Okay. Um, well, I mean, kind of what you were saying, how it's, you know, we were building something together. Um, I think that when people come in, I think a lot of people do like group sports when they're in high school and they love it and they build something together and they learn together and they, they build really close relationships with those people. And then they stop doing those things and they stop doing these, you know, these group activities. And I think that, you know, doing, um, you know, participating in something like jujitsu, it, it brings you back into this communal space and you're learning something and you're building something Yes, individually, but also as a team. And it's just bringing people into the same space that all have very similar goals, you know? And I think that that's something that a lot of, you know, particularly adults are missing. Um, but what I, what I was going to mention um, is like on, and this kind of has always been my theory. I really think that all you know grappling arts and you know wrestling jujitsu like there is something so primal about two people just grappling and you know try you know one person's trying to get the upper edge one person you know you're trying to make this person submit and there really is just something there's such a weird connection that you you feel it like deep and i think that it's this i think it's like from way back, way, way back, you know, when, when we used to do that and we used to grapple and wrestle and, you know, and then, you know, one person comes out the victor and yeah, that's another thing that I think that just as a species, we, you know, people don't get a lot of that, you know, that physical, physical touch, physical altercation. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. I like that. Yeah. 
No, it's cool. And thank you. Thank you for your perspective on that, because it, I, I, th I think that's important, too, that uh, to understand. And that's that's kind of part of the, the, the verbiage of, of what's actually happening kinesthetically, physically, is that it's, you know, we're, we're sharing our life in, in different aspects of it through that kinesthetic touch and, and, and through the struggles together. And it just it builds it builds that that mutual respect and love for, for another person, because, you know, you're both really doing the best you can to try to do something, you know, that's mutual, although it's opposing, it's still something you're kind of doing together. And um, I love, I love your face when you're saying that you, there's this kind of like almost confusion. You're like, I, how do it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say. It's like, it's one of these things, like once you know, you know, <laughs> But if you don't, like, you're like, you, you just, you, ha you have to try it. You have to, it's, you just got to know. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, an, a, it's just something you either understand or you don't, I agree. Which is why I encourage um, any, anybody to, to at least give it a shot. If you don't have any major gigantic health problems, oh my goodness, go, go, at, least, go at least do a trial class. Most, most academies offer a trial class and, and you know, or something or, or, or a good deal and my goodness, just go try it. If you don't like it after that, fine, don't. But I, I think people owe it to themselves to at least give it a shot because there's so many benefits that it can, that can offer to your life. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, I guess, I guess that, you know, and going back to the, the, the la one of the last questions I had is just like, you know, about what this does, not just for, you know, I know a lot of people think when they think of grappling, they may just think of like two big, strong men, you know, going after it and stuff. And sometimes people don't think about what the benefits are outside of that, especially for how credible it is for, for women's self-defense, for anti, you know, to, to stop bullying for children, uh, to, to help them protect themselves, not, not to attack anybody, but just, you know, to, to, to try to deescalate a situation, you know, and also, you know, for law enforcement officers and, and, and of such to be able to protect themselves against, against harm. Again, some people may look at martial arts as like, Oh, I'm, I'm on the attack. I'm coming to beat you up. And it's so really not like that. It's, this is really a very huge deescalation tool um, that can really prevent some bad things from happening to people. And I'm just kind of interested in finding out what both of you, you know, what your thoughts on that are. Yeah. Like I said, you know, on the, on the, on the women's, uh, you know, perspective and that, that particular program, I think, you know, is, is something that Becca can speak for, you know, a lot better. Um, so, you know, I'll let you. Yeah. So, man, I mean, that is such a big can of worms, you know, when, when you're talking about all of the different, the different aspects that jujitsu can, can kind of, you know, reach its grasps to, um, you know, for, for women's self-defense in particular, I think that that's a really touchy one. It's a really, um, it's a delicate situation. You know, we have, we have women come in and they, they are either looking to build that confidence. They're like, you know, I want to feel like I can defend myself. Um, and we even have some women come in and they, you know, they have had an assault happen to them in the past and they, they use this as, as, you know, sort of a, a tool for recovery. You know, um, and I think, man, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy how often we say like, you know, oh, like, just like try jujitsu, like jujitsu has this benefit or this one. And I think that it's like, it's almost so hard to like say where all, <laughs> where all it can reach. 
Um, yeah, the, the women's self-defense classes, when women come in here, you know, it's, it's really great because you can use these techniques on somebody who is bigger and stronger. And you have, you have these tools that you just keep building onto and building onto. And, but then that also translates into what you were saying about anti-bullying. And, you know, you want to have kids who, you know, most of the time, if you're getting bullied, you're probably one of the smaller kids, you know, so you're less likely to be able to physically defend yourself, but it gives you, jujitsu gives, you know, everybody the tools that they might need in a physical altercation, but it also gives them that confidence of, I can stand up to this person because if something were to happen, you know, I have those tools in my tool bag and I know how to defend myself. Um, and, you know, I kind of keep going back and forth, but then when it, that also translates into the women, you know, being able to set boundaries and to say, you know, Hey, I don't like it when you talk to me like this, I would like you to stop. Like, and that, that, you know, eye contact and like, Hey, I'm going to set this boundary because I know I can back it up. I know that I physically can take care of myself. Um, and that is just, there are no words to describe that feeling, you know? Yeah, it's, it, 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 you know, and I think I kind of, and that really, if I'm paraphrasing a little bit, it really kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier about, you know, when it comes down to that, what is my goal for today? It's like, what is, what do I want to get out of this? And, and that may be the most resourceful thing about it is, like you said, it's really hard to say, well, you can do it because of this thing or that thing. That's all true. Um, but it's like, what, what does an individual want to get out of it? And what do they think that that, that personal benefit to them is? And if they can lock on to that thing, whatever that is, there's no wrong answers. Um, as long as it's, you know, morally ethical, you know, and, and they're doing it for a positive reason. My goodness, it, you know, it could be just about anything. You know, I, I know I talk to people at our, our academy about some people do it for fitness. Some people just want to compete. Um, you know, some people, well, I talked to one girl the other day, she's newer. She's like, I just don't want to be at home no more. I need some friends. Great. I mean, you picked a, a real group of good group of friends to be with. This is this, and you're going to get a lot more out of it because of that. So, you know, I, I appreciate that, that perspective on it, that, um, you know, what that can do. And I, and I think it's real important, you know, for, for women to, to engage that and find, find their why with that and, and, you know, and just give it a shot and see, see if they can find something that they can take away from that resourcefully um, that, that helps them in their life. Um, but, uh, you know, do you have any other uh, further thoughts on that or anything, Carlos? Uh, you know, man, I think, I think the benefits of jujitsu are, are endless, you know, so I feel like, uh, but at the same time, you know, as far as the, you know, like the, the, the tools that you're acquiring and, and really, the confidence that you start building with the techniques that you learn and, you know, you know, training on the mat, testing the techniques that you're, that you're learning. And, uh, you know, there's just something about, about progressing and getting better at jujitsu that, that helps you boost your confidence in a way that, that I've, I've never experienced anything else. Um, so, you know, it's the same, it really is the same, the same main benefit for little kids, we're learning to, to, you know, to 
to really like uh, like defend themselves against the bully. You know, just even if it is just like like Becca said, just making eye contact and telling somebody to stop because a lot of people can't do that because they don't have the the tools to back it up if it goes south. The same thing happens, you know, you know, for our women's program, right? You know, if it's a, if there's a situation where, where where a woman feels uncomfortable, many many women won't say anything because there's 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 a there's something in the back of, of your head that just you, you don't have the tools to back it up. So there's that fear of something going south. Same thing for men. Same thing for law enforcement, like we talked about before. If you do not have the tools to back it up, you are more likely to not say anything and just basically cower, you know? So, so I feel like the, the confidence that jujitsu gives you is, is, is huge. It, it'll help you in, with, with all aspects of your life, not just, you know, a potential attack or, or defending yourself against, you know, this, this potential attacker, you know, that may never come. So you can't, you know, I feel like, like the, 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 the physicality and the techniques are are part of a bigger picture you know it helps you in like internally you know it helps you with your confidence and just the way that you carry yourself well and you also mentioned like de-escalation mm-hmm. with you know with police officers and you know any kind of law enforcement and you know how we're saying setting boundaries you know when we're when we're talking about you know somebody doing something that we don't like we're setting that boundary because we have the tools to back it up but it also, you can completely flip that coin when you relate it to, you know, law enforcement personnel where they are given tools that are deadly force, you know? So if they don't know, if they don't have, you know, proper training in, you know, in jujitsu and, you know, any kind of like combatives, then where is that middle ground? You know, you're either, there's no conflict over here and then there's, you know, weapons. And I think that there's, there's a big middle ground there that can be filled with proper training. Wow. That's yeah. You guys put that so good. And it's, I think that's going to help a lot of the listeners to understand a little bit more about, you know, the different areas of your life, what, you know, whether you're a law enforcement official, uh, you know, a man, a woman, a child, you know, what some of these benefits can do. And I think it kind of does that with everything. Um, is it, 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 you know, it, it takes you away from these extremes and it finds kind of a, a, a purpose and a balance of like finding a way to, to enforce in, in a, in the, the least violent way, you know, mm-hmm. so that, that, that you're able to deescalate something to the point where, Hey, maybe we just need the confidence to say something to somebody, you know, like, Hey, I don't like this up until including, okay, well, if it does have to be physical. We, we can minimize the violence within it, it, it to deescalate the situation so that it has a reasonably peaceful resolve without, you know, the risk of, you know, injury or death or serious injury or death. So thank you so much, you guys, for, for you know, covering that. And I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. You guys have been amazing. I've been really excited about doing this interview with, with you two. And I thank so much of both of you. Um, you know, if you're ever in the southeastern Ohio area, southern Ohio, or even south central Ohio, um, there's a lot of One Academy locations open, and uh, I, I would highly recommend you, vi- uh, you know, visit those. It's, uh, but uh, if you guys don't mind, like, how, how can someone uh, find you, and what would you recommend they do if they're interested in, in pursuing jujitsu? 
so you know we you know we're we're on social media with the you know with you know our facebook and and instagram you know uh so we have a facebook page our instagram page and it's it's all one academy uh headquarters one academy hq our website is one one academy athens just because you know that's you know our town but um but yeah you know we have satellites in lancaster logan jackson gallipolis so you know we have and and we'll hopefully keep growing uh but right now that's that's where we're at and you know and and, and the people that teach of those satellites are teaching the same curriculum that we teach here at hq you know are people that we trust you know and they're they're doing an excellent job you know we we're very careful with who we choose to to run these satellites and and represent our culture you know that we you know that we've been building here at hq so yeah we're you know if you're interested in trying jujitsu you know just don't think about it too much just do it i feel like if you overthink stuff it's, it's never a good thing just you know just just go try it out like you said before you know just even if it's just one class you know just see what it is you have an open mind uh, and, you know, and if you stick with it, I mean, you know, it'll change your life for sure. It changed my life. I know it's changed her life. And uh, from what you're saying, it's changing your life, you know, so, so just stick with it. You know, it's a, it's a beautiful journey and, uh, you know, and, and really you kind of become like part of the jujitsu family because it's, it's a, it's a small group, right? You know, there's a lot of us, you know, satellites and different, you know, jujitsu basically in every city. Uh, but it is a small you know, a small tight knit group, you know? So, so yeah, you kind of become part of the jujitsu family. That's so cool, man. And I do. And I, you know, I, I, I've met you guys, you know, over the last couple of years, I haven't seen you a lot, but I do, I consider you guys family. So definitely reach out anytime. If you need anything, you know, I'm, I'm definitely here for you. I feel that away against, you know, with all my jujitsu brothers and sisters. Um, so very grateful. So is there any final thoughts that, that you have, Rebecca, or you, Carlos, that, that you wanted to add before we close it up? Not really. I think we covered a lot. Covered, I know, yeah. My mind is just <laughs> going. Well, yeah, we covered everything, you know, just, uh, you know, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful art that we're sharing, um, you know, and it's really, you know, when you think about self-defense, this is it. This is the most effective self-defense there is it's real it's 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 raw it's you know like like i said it's primal you know it's uh, this is this this works you know so you know but first, it's not walking in and getting punched in the face <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's a, it's a definitely it's, just, it's an intelligent uh strategy for self-defense absolutely well, guys, thank you so much for coming on Believe, Build, Conquer today. I think the world of you too. I've always got your back. You let me know if you need anything. I'll do the same. You know, much love to you guys and your family. Um, as of the recording of this, we're, we're about ready to hit New Year's. So uh, I wish you guys a happy New Year and, uh, you know, much love and health to you and your family. And uh, for all the listeners out there, thank you so much for joining us today with Carlos and Rebecca. Everybody out there, you know, just – Keep doing your thing. Believe in yourself and others. Build upon your skills and techniques and ideas and go out and conquer your fears and dreams. And like I always tell you, be that Vita Bellator, that life warrior, and go out and believe, build, conquer your life. Have a great day, everybody, and take care. Thanks, Jeremy. Happy New Year, man. Thanks for having us. Happy New Year, guys.